Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. All-inclusive vacations make life easy with endless eats, bottomless drinks, and never-ending fun. So booking an all-inclusive vacation should be easy too, right? That's where Apple Vacations comes in. Book your all-inclusive getaway with Apple Vacations and receive exclusive perks at select resorts. You'll find the best deals at Ryu Hotels and Resorts in Mexico, the Caribbean, and Central America. And enjoy a selection of exclusive nonstop vacation flights. Turn on easy mode at applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Visit applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. No investigation necessary. Welcome to VEASAN's F1 betting podcast. It's lights out, away we go, go, go. Oh, Checo is a legend. Absolute animal. The only F1 handicap you'll ever need. Mike, this isn't right. And the championship can only be won by one. Here are your hosts, F1 technical analyst Mikhail Miranda and betting expert Ben Wilson. All right, everybody, welcome to the F1 betting podcast. I am your host, Mikhail Miranda. Yeah. Today is going to be a special episode. We're going to be talking about leadership. We have major movements in leadership today. And I have a former NFL GM who is well versatile in talking about leadership experience. And I'm so excited to get him on here. We have Michael Lombardi. Michael, sir, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Mikhail. Thank you. Good to be here. Talk Formula One, which I know nothing about. But I do <laughs> love leadership, so that's a good thing. Absolutely. Formula One relies a lot on leadership experience we have many experience and new ones coming in as well so uh if you guys don't know michael lombardi is the host of the lombardi line on vison as well as host of the gm shuffle podcast along with family bebefe you can always tweet at him at m lombardi nfl or you can get me at mccall miranda b so we're going to talk about our first team here which is going to be ferrari now for those of you who are following the podcast you know that ferrari has been in a title drought and they seem to have a lot of hardships this season. They have not won a title since 2009. And in 2019, Matteo Bonetto was taken over as team principal, which Michael is sort of like the head coach of the team uh, in NFL. And uh, he was supposed to be the leader taking Ferrari the next step forward because he had been with the team for 28 years. He, he was technically proficient. And they said, OK, Matteo is going to be a good thing for the team. He's going to be able to bring back any expertise that were lacking and take this team forward in a technical-driven environment. However, that seemed to have fizzled out, and he was he resigned at the beginning of the season, and Frederick Vassura from Alfa Romeo came in and has taken over. And we are still seeing a lot of issues. The main thing around Ferrari is that they haven't been able to get well with the strategy. 
which is basically they have individual people as same as NFL. You have your head coach, then you have your defensive coordinator, your offensive coordinator. So when it comes to a team like Ferrari, who have just appointed a new head coach, but they're still using the same old offensive and defensive coordinators. Uh, how does that, how does it manage a team? Like how does it affect the team? If you change your head coach and not the people that he wants and he needs in terms of leadership, like does that trickle down to the drivers, to the team members, or is that just going to be like, all right, I'm coming in, you're going to follow my rules here and I'm going to lead the team this way. Well, I mean, obviously, when you make a leadership chop of the change, it does blend itself down unless those coordinators, as if you call them, have the authority to do what they need to do. But for me, if you haven't won a title since 09, I, I think one of the big problems is you haven't been able to identify what the problem is. The one thing in leadership is, is to keep the main thing the main thing. When Steve Jobs took over Apple, the second time around, Apple had over 20 products that they had out there on the board. And what Steve Jobs did was identify the problem was we had too many products. And he, he issued a mantra that basically said, unless it's insanely great, we want nothing to do with it. We're taking it off the market. Insanely great is the standard for us to get this company out, out of the hardships that we're in. So to me, when I listened to you as you presented the problem, I'm not sure Ferrari has identified what the true issue is because like football, soccer, any sport, it's very challenging to find out what the issues are. It's scouting inside out. So you have to identify the issues to then solve it. The, the race car doesn't come in and say, look, I, I, you know, my spark plugs were bad. That's why we didn't win. You know, you have to have systems in check to identify it like any leader would. And then you've got to solve the problems the correct way. So to me, I think it goes back to not being able to identify what the core issues are. Absolutely. I'm with you. And I've spoken to my co-host Ben Wilson at length about this, is that Ferrari, to me, when I look at the team, yes, you've gone and changed your head coach, but I think that Frederick Vassal would love his own uh, people to come in. So his own offensive coordinator, his own def defensive coordinator. And so that's going to be like your strategist, your engineers, uh, I believe that they need to do a complete overhaul and see exactly what departments are lacking and then talk to the head coach, in this case it's Frederick Vassour, like, hey, what's the move? And I think you can see some similarities uh, in NFL to me would be the Denver Broncos when Natal Hacker was the head coach and Russell Wilson was the QB. Like, you're looking at them that way and you'd be like, yeah, Hackett's not, he's not cutting it. So we're going to switch him out and we have Sean Payton in this year as the head coach. So, I look at the team as they need to do a complete overhaul and figure out who they want as their point man and ask him, who do you need as your team? Is that the way that you see it as well over here, given the second well, that you just I, said? I think, I think it has to start with the owner, right? The ownership group has to determine the direction. And it has to be deeper than we want to win Formula One racing. It's got to be, this is who we are. This is what we represent. This is who we are. And everybody in the organization, it's not a mission statement. Everybody in the organization has to know that. Everybody in the organization has to understand the objective. Being on the same page and everybody wanting to win are two different things. I'm sure everybody at Ferrari wants to win, but I'm not sure everybody at Ferrari is on the same page. And that's the job of the leader. So the owner mandates to the leader what he wants, what he accepts or what she, ex what, what she wants. 
And from that point, then there's an infrastructure, there's a standard of excellence that needs to get put into place. And there's got to be systems, checks and balances to understand why we win or why we lose. And every, every time you have a race or every time you play a game, you go through that. Whether you win or whether you lose, you have to figure out why we won and why we lost. And that's the hardest things for organizations to understand. That's what made Steve Jobs so great. He understood it. That's what made Bill Walsh so great. He understood it. That's what makes Belichick so great. He understands it. The leader's job is to identify the problem and fix it. All right. So, Michael, then, um, Ferrari keeps saying that the issues come down to strategy. They keep saying that over and over again. So they've identified the issue, yet they're not carrying out anything to make progress on this. And now... As a result, we are seeing many of the officials actually start to jump teams. We have a lot of key players at Ferrari, upper management and upper leadership who take the team in a certain direction who are leaving to join another team. As an experienced GM and being in the NFL for so long and you see people leave, what does that indicate for the future of the team? Is it going in a positive direction, a negative direction, or we have no idea what's yet to come for this team? Well, it tells me there's an absence of leadership because people don't lead when there's leadership. People don't change when there's leadership. People leave when there's an absence of leadership. And that's a hard thing. And that's something that you have to be able to identify. You know, uh, when you look at that and you see what we're talking about and how it all permeates through the organization, it, it, it really comes down to, you know, people think, well, we stay around because of the money. No, people don't do that. People don't stay around because of the money. People stay around because they feel inspired. They feel like they're striving for excellence. Uh, there's a, a gentleman, an author, Patrick Dotson, who wrote, leadership is an elusive concept, hard to describe and impossible to prescribe. It's more evident in its absence that when leadership is needed, it lacks is, its lack is sorely felt. I think that's the issue. When people jump off ship, it's because they don't think the ship's going in the right direction. Okay. So, given that the ship is going the right direction, they've identified issues but not carrying, carrying it out, and we just have a team who just has a championship drought. If you were to get Frederick Vasseur, who is the head coach uh, equivalent, into your office and, talk, and you will sit down and talk to him and be like, all right, these are my three key points that you need to get in check for your team in order to move in the right direction, what would those three key points be? Well, what's the problem? That's one. How we're going to fix the problem, and how do we get everybody aligned to fix the problem? Those three things are really easy. That's what we have to do. That's the job of the leader. Managers do things right. Leaders do the right thing. And so when you're the leader, you got to do the right thing. And so as the manager, you do the things right. So you've got to understand that. And you as the leader have to be able to take a thousand different ideas, but stay on track on what it is. I mean, Steve Jobs, they talk about focus with Steve Jobs and people misconstrue focus as being able to stay single-minded on a purpose when really what focus was for Jobs was to keep all the ideas away from the main thing. He knew the problem. He solved the problem. And you might have a good idea but that doesn't fit within our problem. It doesn't solve us. And so I have to say no. Saying no is really a job the leader has to have 
when it relates to what the core issues are. And I think that's leadership. That is what we're doing. Everybody knows there's four areas of leadership that is so essential, Mikhail, that it often gets confused and diluted. The first area is called management of attention. And in that area, you basically have a plan. This is who we are. Pretty simple. This is who we are. The second area is called management of meaning. And management of meaning is this. It says, I can explain the plan simply to you. Eisenhower has five levels of, excuse me, Albert Einstein had five levels of intelligence that he worked. And brilliant was fifth and simple was one. A simple plan that can be easily explained. That's the second area, management of meaning. The third area is, is management of trust. You trust me to be consistent every single day as the leader. I'm going to be here. I'm going to do this. We're going to stay on course. And then the th- fourth area is management of self, how you handle yourself, how you stay within the framework of the process. Those are the four areas. And unless you're good in all four, your team will fall apart. Understood. So um, what would be the criteria that we would be looking at to see if Ferrari are headed in the right direction? Not like, hey, good job. You're back on track now. Just headed in the right direction? Would it be winning one, two, or five races? Because we have 10 races remaining in the season. So would it be getting close to the leaders? I think it's incremental improvement. I mean, Bill Walsh wrote a book called The Score Takes Care of Itself. So the only way to know if Ferrari's back is if their process and systems are in place and they're operating within that. And we can see improvement within that. We're not looking to go from bad to great. That's, that's, That's for Hollywood movies. We're looking for incremental improvement. We need to do this on a daily basis. Understood that. All right. So uh, that's going to be it for Ferrari. Coming up in the next block, we're going to be talking about Alpine. And as we just mentioned, right, leadership and having the goals is vital for how a team actually moves forward. So Alpine have, take, have restructured their entire organization for this. How does this fare? What's going to happen to Alpine? And what's Michael's thoughts on leadership with Alpine coming up? There's going to be after the break here on the F1 Betting Podcast. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, who's really good? Creighton, you don't watch Creighton. They play. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not, never the, not, gonna, the, not the Big East tournament? Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But, like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Cre- – Creighton is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. that. Like, that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a, is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of those. And then they're never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? See the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury 
the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my dance, <laughs> Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break. And consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services.
Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are busted. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my game. <laughs> Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Welcome to VEASAN's F1 Betting Podcast. The only F1 handicap you'll ever need. Here are your hosts, F1 technical analyst Mikhail Miranda and betting expert Ben Wilson. Welcome back to the F1 betting podcast. I am your host, Mikhail Miranda, and now we're we'll talking about a scene that's somewhat in between in no man's land, but still unable to move forward. We're going to be talking about Alpine. So, Michael, sir, Alpine have just rebranded themselves from Renault to Alpine. They're a French-owned team. There's a lot of things going on within this organization. First of all, for the first time, Renault slash Alpine have opened up their investor pool. It used to be owned by the French government, and now they've opened up for other investors to come in. So you have big stars by the name of Ryan Reynolds, Rob McElhenney, Michael B. Jordan, who are in this investment group, who has bought a 24% stake in the team. As well, they've had a complete management overhaul. So right before we went to the summer break, right, we had the team principal, again, head coach, uh, in that's going to be the same. Uh, Otmar Zafdau had been asked to leave Alpine. Prior to that, the CEO of Alpine, Lauren Rossi, was asked to leave. So we've had two major, major roles at Alpine take their departure from the team. And now we're just under a 
temporary person who's going to try to lead the team. And he said in an interview that he is in no rush to fill the positions of CEO and team principal. Uh, so I've got two questions here. The first one, when you open a team up to new investors and they have their own way of running things, even though it's a minority stake in the team, does that affect how you make decisions moving forward as a team? Well, I, I don't think you can, you know, when you bring minority investors in that have really, there's only can be one leader, you know, there only can be one person in charge of the team. And if you have too many people in charge, you have a committee and they've never dedicated a monument to a committee. So I think it's great to get the investors, but I also think you're going to need to have one voice. You know, that's where leadership comes in. There has to be one voice on the program. And if you have that, that everybody can fall in line. So great to bring the investors in, but you know, they're not up to speed on actually what's going on. And I think it's going to be hard for them too. And, and only, only they could offer would be a little bit of a, of a kind of a misconstrue because they don't really understand the whole problems. Understood. So that situation can, can sort of be similar to the Washington commanders when the sale had just gone up from Dan Snyder before when you're going to have new ownership come in. Uh, is that a similarity that you see here with Alpine and Washington commanders? Well, I mean, the Washington sold their team to new owners. It sounds like this is just bringing in minority investors and there's still going to be a structure within place. So I do think it's a little different, but Look, part of the job when new comes in, and if there's someone new running the organization, everybody has a 100-day plan looking forward to say, this is what we're going to do. But unless you really understand what the problems are, you really need a 100-day plan looking backward. And you need to ask the right questions, and you need to find the right answers. And you need to make sure that people don't try to just assume this is the issue. And you've got to find it and identify it. That's the job of the leader, and it takes... It takes questions. It takes the right questions. Understood. Uh, since the immediate effect departure of CEO and team principal has been made effective and they have an interim team principal who's also acting as interim CEO, are Alpine as an organization in big trouble here since they don't have any leadership? They just have someone in the interim. Yeah, I think that's going to be an issue, right? I, I think you're going to have, they're going, as 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 anything, you're going to need somebody in command. You're going to need somebody to steer the ship, somebody to identify the problems of today, someone to identify the problems of tomorrow and six months from now. So I I think it would behoove the organization to find that person because it's hard to when you have again it goes back to Steve Jobs and focus, right? Apple was running much like you've described this way of running, right? They had a lot of different people. That's why they had 20 products on the market. But once jobs came back, that all eliminated. And I think that's ultimately what they need here. Okay. So they need some sort of leadership. How often do you see interim team principal and team CEOs uh, get actually promoted to being full-time CEOs and team principal, and is that beneficial to see the interim uh, person move up into this role and take the company forward for the next couple of years unless they decide again to change ownership? Well, I think you got to give the interim coach leader some authority or else he looks like a substitute teacher 
And we all know that when there was a substitute teacher at school, uh, nobody really paid attention to the class load. Nobody paid attention to the workload. So you have to give the interim some teeth to see if he actually or she can do the job. So to me, that's the number one thing. Interim is a title, but do you have a chance to keep the job? Can you make decisions? What is the runway of your ability to lead? And if your ability is to just manage, keep everything in shape until we get a new guy, that's going to be really hard to judge. If the pressure is on the interim and he's looking to have his hopes up in moving forward in his career, do you think he's going to be questioning his decisions, especially with A-listers from Hollywood? And we're having a lot more Hollywood come into Formula 1. We're seeing that more often. We're seeing the viewership in America boost much more than it has ever been ever since the Netflix series Drive to Survive. So we're having a lot of these A-listers coming in and they want to put their mark in as well in Formula 1. And you have an interim CEO, team principal, who is trying to lead for the moment. And no one knows what the full picture is. Do you think the interim CEO will be under pressure to perform for the investors? Or he's going to be under pressure to perform for himself? I think it's more for himself. I think, you know, when you're in a leadership role... If you try to make everybody happy, you make no one happy. And so I think he needs to make himself happy. Do what he believes is right. Genuine leadership is, is the most important. Being authentic to who you are. When you try to be someone else, when you try to be the leader that someone else visualized, the, the people around you see that. They see right through it. You become a shallow leader. So you need to lead authentically. You need to lead with a genuine purpose that comes from you. This is who I am. This is who we're going to be. And this is what I'm going to do. I may not be here two days. I may be here two weeks. I may be here 20 years, but this is who I am. And that gives the managing partners, all the investors, an idea of who you really are. Yeah. Uh, Otmar Zafna was the old team principal um, at Alpine. And it was also said by an ex-driver that he used to be with, Sergio Perez, who's now with Red Bull. He said that Alpine did not give Otmar enough of time to prove his full potential. When you hear from an ex-driver who's been with that coach, it'll be like you're an ex-quarterback who had been with the coach. It'll be like Aaron Rodgers talked about Nathaniel Hackett uh, in the Jets, right? Where he's like, don't talk about my coach that way. Uh, when you hear that, is that going to be concerning for Alpine to hear that, hey, maybe we did not give Otmar a full term to prove himself because he just came in this season and they let him go halfway through. Yeah, I, I think I think obviously they let him go. There's deeper reasons why they let him go, and I don't know. We don't know what they are, but clearly, it was something he wasn't connecting. And ultimately, who was the information going to? You know, we see this quite a bit. You know, players that don't like the coach or feel they're getting too hard. We just saw this with Eric Bieniemy, the offensive coordinator of the Washington football team. You know, the players were complaining about him. They took it to the media. Does that affect his leadership style? No, but the head coach kind of didn't defend him. So, you know, there's always more to a story that meets the eye. But for me, when you can't get people to engage and follow you, you have two choices. Either you change leadership or you change the people. And I'm sure the ownership group felt it was a lot easier to change the leader. So... Changing the leader uh, seemed to be the easier route. 
in this case, it looks like. But when I look at Alpine, they just signed Pierre Gasly to the team. So the team is completely French-owned, French-oriented right now. So you have Pierre Gasly, you have Esteban Ocon, uh, who are French drivers driving for Alpine. And their recent struggles has come down to the fact that there's either been mistakes from one of the drivers or it's been a durability on the engine issue. Uh, when I look at that and I heard that Otmar Zafner was let go, I felt like Alpine needed to give an answer to someone. And so they said, hey, we can let Otmar go. We can always replace him with someone instead of looking at the team and maybe looking at someone deeper in the organization. Should Alpine have gone with the route of looking deeper in the organization and asked Otmar, what's your plan to move forward with these issues that we're having? Or are they in the right for letting Otmar go? Well, it's hard to know what their issues are. I think the best way to find talent is to have a criteria as a leader, right? Who, who do you want to be? What are you looking for? You know, as an ownership group, what kind of leader do you want? You know, what kind of leader do you need? And I think a lot of these problems stem from not identifying what you're looking for. You randomly search. The FBI doesn't look for serial killers and open up the phone book. You know, they have a profile on what they're looking for. It's the same thing with trying to find talent. You have a profile for what you want as a leader, what you want for players. And it seems to me like there's a lot of people stirring the pot. One of the things we learn in leadership is this thing called the Dunning-Kruger effect, which is essentially people from outside industries take on a new industry. They've had success in what they did, but then they come into a new industry and they don't. They, they, they think they can manufacture the success when they really don't have enough expertise to manufacture it. So I think to me, there's too many, pot, too many people in the pot here that really are going to have a hard time and it's creating confusion. Understood. So uh, we just need to figure out where the team wants to go and who needs to be answered to. That way, Alpine can sort of streamline the decisions moving forward. That's going to be it for today's podcast. Michael, thank you so much for your time uh, giving your insight on all these teams. I know you're not um, an expert on Formula One. That's why they have me. But you have an expert in leadership. And it has helped the Formula One community get a better idea of two teams at different stages and rushing through exactly how to get through and have ideas of what's yet to come, right? So stay tuned because next week is race week. We are headed to Netherlands and it's going to be amazing to see the Dutch Grand Prix. going to be orange everywhere as you see Max Verstappen take the flag yet again. Or at least that's predictions or maybe not. Tune in for next week to hear what's on the F1 Betty podcast. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. 
Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount.